out, right? <laughs> Summer's here, it's time to play. I'm ready. <laughs> and um, I wasn't able to arrange for a sandbox. That's what I was thinking about. Can we all play in the sand together? So I had to make do with dominoes. And as I was thinking about dominoes, I was thinking about it is a great metaphor for karma. That notion that what you do in life comes back around. And that one domino, like karma, impacts the next moment. It's an Eastern religion notion, comes to us from the Hindus. And the Hindus, as you likely know, consider karma part of their cosmic explanation for before and after life. So what you do in this life affects what will happen in your next life. And the converse of that is the situation you find yourself in today may have been when you were that ant, cockroach, king, queen <laughs> in that previous life. Um, I, I actually think that's not just a wild religious idea that now that we know more about science and particularly genes and, and how information gets passed along from generation to generation, that it's not foolish of us to consider our parents, our genetic makeup, um, things that, over which we have no control before we were born, affects who we are, doesn't totally control us, but affects who we are today, and choices we make can affect the future. So the Janes... J-A-I-N-S, another Eastern, Eastern tradition, also believes in karma. And the Jains have an interesting take on it. They consider it more physical in the sense of, uh, how to describe it, that, that, that the soul, if we can use the word soul, that whatever is ever pervasive and makes life happen, that there are karmic particles, karmic molecules that affect the past and the present and the future, and that it's all pervasive. An interesting notion, they call it, uh, since I've, I've only read Jain texts uh, and not heard it spoken, they call it jiva or jiva, J-I-V-A. Um, and I, I can picture like oxygen or, or, or a fog, that it is everywhere and that we are able to control it, manipulate it, and also not. And I think that's part of the wisdom of karma. And then the Buddhists also have that before life, after life notion of what karma means. All of those traditions encourage us as individuals to work to escape this endless cycle of suffering that karma seems to bring. The Buddhists are a little more practical and say, yes, but you really can do things to change the outcome. And it's not 
unlike the Hindus who have a strong theist cosmology and the Jains as well, that the job is ours as individuals. And that's where I think there's a, a, a concrete intersection between Unitarian Universalism and our gathering here and this notion of karma that we indeed do have control over things. And there are many things over which we have no control. It's empowering and disempowering all at once. We affect each other deeply. So who I turn to for a further explanation of, of this Unitarian Universalist notion of karma is my favorite theologian, James Luther Adams. So Adams was looking for a way back in the mid last century of describing our Unitarian Universalist religious liberalism. And uh, he wrote an essay, hit upon that whole David and Goliath myth, story, um, from the um, biblical, from the Hebrew Bible. And as the story goes, David picks up five smooth stones and puts those in his pocket and with his weapon is able to knock down Goliath. And so James Luther Adams wrote an essay called Five Smooth Stones. And what he's talking about is that there are really five critical tenets that make Unitarianism, Universalism, progressive religion, um, alive and make a difference in our world. And one of them, it, one of those smooth stones that he talks about is agency or work. That we, in this lifetime, have the capacity to work with the karmic molecules and each other and make a difference in the world. So that's one of the smooth stones is agency or work. And then he talks about learning. That should resonate with all of us. And specifically what he means is we are not a tradition that feels like information is set or closed. We often say revelation is ongoing, that we can still learn, that we may find out there is another name for those karmic molecules. We may find they exist. We, they may be the Higgs um, particle. So we have agency, we can work, we can learn, which will make our agency and work hopefully more effective. And we gather freely. We are not coerced to come here and come together and work together. So our love is open. Our covenant is one that we enter into, we're not forced into or shackled to. Agency, learning, love. And then he talks about this optimism that we have, that we do believe it is possible to change the world and to change each other. And the final directive is that all of the changes that we work on together need to be in the direction of justice, of creating a community, a world that is more fair, equitable, 
understanding, compassionate for all others. So the one I want to talk about mostly is this notion of agency and that we affect each other. Um, I'm, I'm interested in it because I, I am prone to despair lately. I've talked about this before, that I turn on the news and I feel like, what, what can I do? And I preach to you all, oh, we all have to come together and make a difference. And then in reality, I'm like, oh, what can I do? So I have to be upfront that I struggle looking for the integrity and the honesty of what is it, what is it we can do as individuals and together. What can we really do that makes a difference? I had originally thought that one of the things I would do today since we have our annual meeting is um, recognize all the volunteers and all of the small ways that we each make a difference here at Hope. Everything, and I've said this before, everything from going, okay, I'm going to not pour the second cup of coffee, but actually go to church. And you may think that's for you, but when you show up, you are that domino that makes a difference for someone else, and you'll, you may never know. And then I thought, yeah, that's kind of a trite story I've told before, and we've talked about before, and we sing about and hear readings about. So what about all of the times that we do hidden things? No one knows. No one knows that you bothered to pick something up, or no one knows that something that came out of your mouth actually made a difference to someone else. And that's part of this, the hard work of this working together and having agency is we think we're going in a certain direction and we never quite know what the effects are of our work. I inhaled um, several bag full of leaf mold yesterday. (laughs) But our yard's cleaner. (laughs) So this notion of karma that one Oh, I know you've been waiting for this. I have too. That one one affects another. That just doesn't feel good enough to me. And I thought, I want something bigger. I want a different analogy. And then I remembered something I had read and looked it up. And lo and behold, there's a video. Not yet. (laughs) Uh, There's a scientist, his name is Lorne Whitehead, and he's a a physicist, works in subatomic particles and optical optics in British Columbia. And he's still a scientist, still doing uh, vital work, but back in the 80s, he was interested in dominoes, and he created a formula and worked out What would happen if one domino, if the next domino was larger, was specifically one and a half times larger? What would happen? Well, lo and behold, it turns out with only 29 dominoes increasing in size from one and a half, from one and a half to one and a half to one and a half, it only takes 29 dominoes to knock down the Empire State Building. 
So the video I found, he only has 13. This is another scientist who's demonstrating this. But he's taken 13 dominoes, starts with one that's really tiny, and there are only 13 in his series, but from that tiny one to the final big one, the change in energy is 280 million times. So now, can we show that video? There are two of them. I challenge our AV people. I appreciate them. Here we go. Next one. They'll get to it. It's the same thing, but in case you missed it. Let's see it in slow-mo. So that's what I'm looking for when I despair, when I think, oh, that little pink of a domino that James Luther Adams promises that my agency, my work, my interaction with others makes a difference. It may not be just the next domino. It may be my little effort, your little effort, our little effort, will be amplified, which then may be amplified. There are more than 39 of us. We could knock down the Empire State Building. But I was looking for that, and I, uh, it's not just that we push, but we are pushed. So it is our responsibility to be the amplifiers, and it happens Sometimes we are cognizant of it, and sometimes the things we say or do, we don't recognize that we have amplified love, we have amplified song. What are all those things that we do? We've amplified do. (laughs) And we are making a difference in the world. So I needed this sermon because I read of what our state legislators are doing, and feel helpless or see friends who are struggling with personal issues uh, and feel like I, I need to do more. And that's often not the case if I'm willing to be that small domino or be in the chain of dominoes, then we indeed can make all the difference in the world. And that's what we do here. So I have... I have dominoes for each of you because what I want you to do is put them in your pocket or your purse and remember that we are part of a tradition that believes that we are co-creators and that we have agency and that it is out of love that we work together to create communities of justice. And that justice isn't just um, making sure the hungry are fed and that our systems are fair, but that we 
justly express our love and concern for those around us in our immediate vicinity who are hurting. We don't have to go far to be the domino. May it be so.